podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Frank Benali. This is Klaus Lundekram. I'm Matt Letizia. Dean Hammond here. And you're listening to In That Number. Here is with me, Kevin, the Moscow Mush Milverton, and Ray Hunt. Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush, and my co-host Ray Hunt at Ray Hunt 84 Follow the show at Number Podcasts on Twitter, in that Number Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you can be bothered, send us an email to inthatnumberpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe, and give us good vibes. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of In That Number. This is episode 160, and we are back. Uh, we say goodbye to a fan favourite and welcome a new chapter with the influx of summer signings. I trust you are all enjoying your summer and are hopeful, or more hopeful, for the campaign ahead. Uh, today, we just have a little catch-up to do with all the recent news as we edge closer uh, I'm delighted to have my partner in crime back, uh, the Moscow Mush Kevin Milberton. Hello there. Hello there. Yeah. Good. Yes, Kevin, let's get excited. Yeah, we're into the middle of the July now. And of course, that means we're mere week, weeks away from all the action and even closer to those pre-season matches. Yeah, it's flying by really, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's a good thing, though, because I'm, I'm missing it. Well, it's an early start of the season, anyway, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but before we get into all that, how are you? Because... You know, I'm fresh off of having Dan Harding and, and Jos Hoyveld on as special guests, but my favourite by far is, of course, you. Ah, that's good. It's great to have you back. Thanks. It's good to be back. Cheers, man. What's been happening? Ah, uh, not much. Not much. Just, just the summer. It's been fine. on holiday. That was nice. Yes, Turkey, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it looked, it looked amazing. Um, and now you're back and working and ready for a new season. How about yourself? Excellent. Um. Yes, yeah, I'm okay. It's just it's, it's it's hot. It's hot. You know, I don't like the heat. It's um, it's unbearable for me. But yeah, I'm just being a wimp. I just I just want to say as well, happy birthday to my number one child. Um, he's 12 today. Oh my god. I know what you're thinking. Is I'm not old enough to have a 12 year old. <laughs> oh, just the laughter. No, happy Almost birthday. a teenager, mate. I know. Well, he, he acts like it. He's been acting like it for years now, to be fair. Um, maybe you'll get through it quicker. Right. Um, we've got lots, lots to go through today. So um, shall we get into that ITN news then, Mush? Go on then. Let's crack it open. This is ITN in that number news. OK, then. Here we go. Um. As I said, lots to go through. So I'm going to start 
with the fixtures for next season. Of course, they were released. Um, uh, a quite difficult start, actually. I'll go for the first five. So on Saturday, the 6th of August, we have Spurs away. Saturday, the 13th of August, Leeds at home. And I'm on holiday for that one. So I'm going to miss the first game of the bloody season. Typical. Uh, and then Saturday, the 20th of August, uh, Leicester away. And then those two ones to see out the month, Saturday, the 28th of August, it's Man United at home. That's on BT Sport. And then Tuesday, the 30th of August, Chelsea at home. That is also on BT Sport. Kev, really fucking tough start. I mean, yeah, Spurs are creating waves in the market. You know, even Perisic, Ibasuma, Richarlison. Oh, and of course, big phrase. Um, it's clear that, yes. that Conte means business this year. And we certainly feel like they can better that fourth from last season. Um, incidentally, by the way, um. Uh, Richarlison won't be playing in that season opener, so that that that's something. Then on to Leeds at home, which is well, you look at the, t- the first five and you think that that one's got to be a must, right? Uh, Leicester away and then United and Chelsea. You know, it, it couldn't be more trickier, could it? But you know, three home games. Yeah, God, um, it's going to be a, a tough start. Bottom of the league um, in September. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if we're in the relegation zone, but I wouldn't be worried about. No, no, no. It's, in, in a way, it's good to get those tough ones out of the way, isn't it? I suppose so. Also, you can write off the end of the season like we did last time. Yeah, that's it. Um, but before that league starts, though, Kev, you've got the pre-season friendlies and looks like they've, they've all been announced now. And we start uh, next Saturday, Saturday, the 16th of July, a friendly against RB Leipzig. And then Monday, the 18th of July, just two days later, is um, the Austria Clivenfurt game. 23rd of July, away to Watford. And then the two home games, it's uh, Wednesday, the 27th against Monaco and Saturday, the 30th, via Real. I have my ticket ready for that one. So, uh, so yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. So they, the, 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 even though the Villarreal one's the last one, the, the, the Monaco tickets aren't on sale yet because it was uh, announced after. But yeah, so that's that's the pre-season schedule. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it looks like, like a Europa League group stage. It does, yeah. yeah I'll take, and I'll, Watford. And Watford, <laughs> yeah, just about to say, yeah, and Watford. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, 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 you know, returning to St. Mary's and seeing the likes of Monaco and Villarreal. It's, it's, it's going to be great. Yeah. Who's the Monaco manager? Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I can tell you. Philippe Clement. Philippe Clement. Clement. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> so there's been wholesale changes, not just in the playing stuff, but in the non-playing stuff. Um, we've seen. Uh, the, we talked about the coaching stuff that left at the end of uh, last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Watson. Uh, Kelvin Davis and Craig Fleming have all left. Yeah, we're seeing uh, people coming in to replace them. So we've got the former under-18 coach, Carl Martin, uh, Alex Clapham, who's coming from Notts County. Yes. Yeah, more importantly, Ralph seems to have a new number two. Ruben, is it Seles or Sheles? That's Seles, I believe. Yeah, he used to be assistant manager at FC Copenhagen. He's seen great successes with them. So I think this has got a report, Sport Republic stamp all over it. Definitely, yeah. First team coach Richard Kitzbish for stays. Uh, so does uh, Andrew Barks. And to got Alex Gross, uh, who's the head sports scientist. And um, more recently, you've got Joe Shields, who's uh, who's just announced. Yeah, Martin Glover gone. And uh, I think he went to um, to Leicester, didn't he? And then uh, Joe Shields coming in from, from Man City. Uh, so we're poaching all the, you know, Man City players as well as the staff. So it seems it was Chelsea last year. It seems to be Man City this year. But I mean, if, you, if, if you're getting all the, you know, the best ones from the, the champions and all that, then can't be a bad thing. Uh, but yeah, Shields has spent nine years at City and he comes in with, you know, he's got a great reputation and, and you know, great eye for scouting youth talent. So uh, he's the one who brought Jaden Sancho. 
Yes, he was, yes. Some more outgoings. Um, we've sent a, a few of the younger players out back on loan. Um, Caleb Watts goes to Morecambe. Uh, mm. Kazima Legby to Ross County. Yeah, I'm gutted about that one. About Kazima Legby or Caleb Watts? No, Legby. I, I want the, the whole King Kazim to start. but. Uh... <laughs> yeah, because he was so good at, on the at the B team, and I was hoping he was going to get his chance in the first team this year, but but no, he's um he's off out on loan to Ross County. Seems we've got a deal running there. Maybe it could be uh, another Sport Republic team. And uh, Daniel Lindelow, he's back to Cheltenham for another season. Yeah, I'm not too bothered about that one, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you say Caleb Watts and, and Lindelow, they both had their chances in the first team, but yeah, because even like he didn't. Really. Mm, I say it, but Caleb Watts last year was was injured pretty much the whole of the season. He had like ten minutes of action, and then he got injured. So yeah, I, I don't disagree with sending him out on loan again to get some play time because he's not going to get it, um, you know, competitively in the first team yet. Mm. So yeah, I, I don't I don't think that's a bad move at all for him and and for Morecambe obviously. But um, Dan and Lindelou, yeah, I don't I'm not I'm not fussed about that. I think if he was something that that you know an option that we were going to be looking at, then. You know, he, as you said, he's had his chances and still feel like he should go out on loan. I just feel like this one's going to just loan, loan, loan until they eventually sell him. Yeah, that's a shame. Um, and speaking of selling, who are the players that have left us this season, Kev? Well, it seems to, we seem to have only just uh, released players. We haven't actually sold anyone, have we? No, that's true, because, you know, contracts up and all that, but there's mm. still time. Yeah, so um, Fraser Forster, uh, he was released. And he's now since joined Spurs. Kind of disappointed with that one, but I think we all knew that uh, Alex McCarthy, Medeal, Medeal, McDeal, that Alex McCarthy deal had been done behind closed doors. So whatever Fraser did on the pitch didn't really matter. Um, which is, yeah, I think it's a bit, a bit of a fuck up to be honest. But hey, um, good luck mm. to him at Spurs. I hope. Yeah, me too. I'm not. Game time. But Harry Lewis, also, yeah, goalkeeper, gone after all those years. Um, he's <laughs> joined Mark Hughes back at uh, Bradford. It's Mark Hughes at Bradford? Yeah, he's the Bradford manager. I didn't know that. I just I just <laughs> assumed that, you know, since he got sacked from Saints, he's just been out of the picture, isn't he? I don't even think he's been doing any punditry or anything. But, uh, oh, wow, OK. I didn't know. You know oh, I've seen him on, I'm sure I've seen him on BT's Built or something. Well, maybe I just blanked him out, <laughs> like, like all the other pundits on BT. They must have wheeled him out for the Euros when Wales were in Yeah, yeah, possibly. But, yeah, um, good luck to both of them. Romelo Mitchell, I remember we seemed to announce him with some great fanfare. Yeah, it's because we got him at the same time as um, Che Adams from Birmingham, didn't we? Mm, and that's fine. Yeah, he was... He was well sought after, I thought, you know, Ramelo Mitchell, but obviously surplus to requirements. No, so yeah, he's, he's been released and uh, since signed for West Brom. Other players who have been released, uh, who, haven't, who are still unattached, uh, we've got Oladali Olafonwa, Benny Smalls, Braithwaite, uh, Jaden Smith and Ethan Burnett. Good luck to them for finding a new team for the next season. And of course, uh, yeah, the legend that is Shane Long. Yeah, and I feel like we should discuss Shane a little bit at length um how do you feel about this one Kev were you surprised by this or is it something that you saw come in I mean we, we talked about it off off the show and thought that you know another year would be on the cards yeah and um the club but did put out a statement saying that talks were ongoing with um Big Willie and uh Shane Long yeah we've since signed Willie on a year extension um but Shane, yeah, I think I saw something on social media where his wife was given out saying that, um, mm. well, if the club can't remember his phone number, 
<laughs> yeah, because I saw, yeah. these talks that were ongoing uh, apparently didn't happen at all. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, They never really planned on extending it. Yeah, which is a bit harsh, I think. It's a real shame after, what, eight years, eight seasons. Yeah. Um, and you can see that he's still got energy left. He's still, I think he still had a role to play at the club somewhere. And he's much more useful player than Theo Walcott, for example. Definitely, but I mean, he's still, he's still with Birdie with. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, good luck trying to trying to pass him on. Well, yeah, he's got a year left of his contract, so um, someone's going to have to have to steal him. Otherwise, he's just going to see his contract out and and retire unannounced, really, just sort of like slip by unless somebody wants him. Yeah, but I mean, it's the wages, isn't it? They have to cover. I don't think that's so, so much of an issue with China. Um, but hey, yeah, he's. You know, two seasons short of a, a testimonial, 100, 198 appearances. Yeah, 198 in the Premier goals. League, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, mm. 245 in all competitions and 37 goals in all competitions. So 37 goals, yeah. Yeah, great servant and eight long years. Do you see what I did there? I do see what you did there, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he wasn't the kind of player who would be, you know, banging in a dozen goals every season. But, uh, yeah, just the effort that he put in on the pitch was um, unparalleled. And yeah, he's my favourite for that reason. And yeah, I think he'll go down as a sort of, maybe not a legend, but a cult hero, I think, at Saints, especially with scoring that goal at Anfield. And uh, of course, the fastest goal in Premier League history. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, when when we signed him, it was, what, uh, 2014 from mm. Hull, uh, 12 million quid. And that that's a bargain, it seems like. You get all those years out of him and... Just, yeah, lots of happy memories, if you said. And, he, of course, yeah, used sparingly in his in his later years and went on at loan to Bournemouth, didn't he? Uh, came back last season, scored his first Premier League goal in over two years, and he was only on the field for a couple of seconds, wasn't he? And, mm. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and he scored in the uh, the FA Cup, didn't he, against Swansea, that extra time Swansea, winner. Swansea, I remember Yeah, mm. and you mentioned it, that, that EFL Cup semi-final goal at Anfield, and, the, you know, the, the, the 7.69 second against Watford... Uh, but yeah, I like here just, you know, 100% effort every time, no matter what position the team was in, he always came on uh, and he just played non-stop and great in the air. Fantastic player. It just, uh, uh, and not only that, you know, great person to have in the dressing room and it's it's a, sh- it's a shame that it's come to an end. And I, I think it looks like he's going to be joining Paul Lintz's Reading, um, a little return there for, for, for long. But there's also interest from QPR. But I hope he, you know, he carries on and, and gets more football because I think in the championship, you know, Anyone would be lucky to have him. Yeah, he spent seven seasons at Reading, so that's a, I think he must be quite well respected there. So. Yeah, I just wish they'd, they'd, they'd sort him out right now. But it begs the question, Kevin, who's going to wear that new number seven shirt for us? That's had some legends down the years and cult heroes. <laughs> but yeah, who's going to take it now? Um, yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I don't think he's here yet. No, no, probably not. So I have to maybe not retire, but... Um, Give that number seven a rest. Unless they get someone like um, unless they get. What, like a, what about if um Armando comes back? It's a possibility, isn't it? Brian Donna. Yeah, yeah, that is a possibility. Yeah, and and incomings, Kevin, uh, <laughs> very very busy in in the summer uh, so far. One of the one of the busiest uh, that we've had for a while, and certainly in the Premier League this season. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, we still have we're still not as busy as we were last season. I think I remember the the first window we commented on we had five signings and they were quite big signings, five quite big first team signings. And last season we had um, 
quite a few youngsters and it seems that's the format that they're following for this season. Yeah, first to be announced was uh, Gavin Bazunu. I think all of these deals are undisclosed, aren't they? Uh, yes, they are undisclosed. But if you dig a little bit further, there's a, there's varying sources on, on prices. But um, I, I heard he was around 12 million. 12 million. Yeah, I've, I've even heard more than that. But um, yeah, which is quite a lot for a 20 year old um, goalkeeper. Uh, there's a lot um, of there's a lot of uh, people that are raving about him behind the scenes and stuff. I spoke to um a couple of people, uh, mutual friends of ours actually. Um, uh, obviously he's Irish, mm. isn't he? And he is yeah. so so big on this kid. Says that he's known about him for years and years, and said that he's a fantastic fantastic keeper. I, I wasn't too. I was I was more like, oh okay, they've signed a goalkeeper, but it's not like a Nick Pope or a, or a Sam Johnston that we were linked with and. Mm. It's someone that is relatively unknown. Um, but I, after talking to a few people, I, I've changed my mind about him. I've done some digging on him and he does look look like the real deal. And hopefully, I mean, it, it begs the question, like, is he going to start at number one or is, is Maka going to come in? And I just don't know. I don't know what's going to happen early doors. He might uh, just be. I, I mean, preseason is going to play a massive factor in that for sure. Yeah, um, I don't think so. I think um, Maka is pretty much nailed on to be the first choice goalkeeper. I think Ralph has made his decision now and he made it maybe halfway through last season. So I think he's going to stick with that. So I don't know whether that sees him on the bench or, you know, maybe move the shift it up to the B team, see how, how he gets on there. Uh, yeah, possibly. I mean, because with, with uh, Willie as well. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he's first choice um, keeper for Ireland. He's seemed to have... Um, Shifted Grieving Gallagher um, out of that number one shirt, and um, he spent the season on loan last year at a certain club down yeah. the road. Yeah, that was a he was their best player as well. I think it was yeah, a, the, the day before, wasn't it? He was he was announced as their player of the season, and then the That's day funny. after he signed for Saints. <laughs> Yeah, always a laugh. Yeah, and the social media were troll, trolling Pompey uh, <laughs> because of that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's an interesting signing. But I don't know. I'm I'm quite wary of um, signing um, expensive, young, hyped goalkeepers from Angus Gunn. Manchester City. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you have quite experience doing that. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be different this time. But you know, for that money, he's not going to be. Um, he's going to have to play first team football sooner rather than later, isn't he? For sure. Yeah. And I think that raises the question of um, what the roles are for the other three keepers that we've got. Um, yeah, Maka, uh, Willie that we've re-extended, and, uh, and Mateusz Liss, mm. who's, who's the second uh, signing that we've announced this season. Yeah, from Altai in Turkey. That's right, yeah. Um, well, he came through the youth system at Lech Poznan, so he's probably very good mates with um, Jan Bednarek. Mm-hmm. And um, he was first choice keeper for Vista Krakow between 2018 and 2021. And like you said, yeah, he was in the Turkish Super League last season and we got him on a free. I don't yeah. know, do you think we're going to see see him play at all? No Why risk there. No, I don't think so. I think they'll probably send him out on loan, if I'm honest. Yeah, that would make a lot more sense. Yeah, maybe to that team up the road. No, that's not <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> no, or even, you know, be a first choice keeper in the Bs. I don't know. Um, but I think a loan move might be good for him. Yeah, back to Poland, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and they seem to be working through from, from, from back to front, don't they? We've started, started with the goalkeepers, then um, next signed uh, a centre-back. Yeah, moving up the field, yeah. Armel Belakotchak from 
bottom. Yeah, I don't know a lot about him. This is an undisclosed fee. Um, I, I don't, I don't know too much about well, him at all. Rumor is that it's about ten million euros. Okay. So again, quite a lot for a youngster. Um, yeah, it's nine appearances for Germany under twenty-one. Does this seem um, like another um, Kevin Danso signing to you? Or am I wrong? Kevin Danso. Or who did we sign last season? No, Terry Small. Oh, yeah, but Terry Small played a big part in the B team, didn't he? And he's a left back, so I think there's still a lot more to come from Terry Small. Tynel Simeon? Oh, yes, of course, Simeon, yeah. He um, went, on, well, went on loan to uh, Carlisle, didn't he? Yeah, big season for him because um, we haven't really uh, talked about uh, Simeon. Like, what is his role going to be in the team? I imagine it will be B team from the start. And then, you know, gradually ease him in. He'd definitely play some some role in the first team if he's not loaned out, um, whether that be in the second round of the Carabao Cup. You, yeah, you, ima- you imagine he'll get a start in that one. If, if Like I said, if he's not loaned out again. What do you think of um, Romeo Lavi? Again, I don't know an awful lot about him, but, you know, from Man City again, uh, 10 and a half million, which could rise to 14. Uh, so he, he's an 18-year-old defensive midfielder. Uh, City have installed a 20% sell-on clause and a buyback clause of 40 million. So this sounds like a, a, a good bit of business for something. You know, if Man City are that keen to, to, you know, attach these clauses onto him, they they want something back in return. Kind of like the whole uh, Livramento last season from Chelsea. It was kind of a a deal like that that feels. But I don't know whether he's. I mean. How can he get straight into that first team with Romeo and, and, and James Ward-Prowse there? I mean, I don't say you've got Diallo in his way as well. Mm. Is he better than Diallo? But he's eight, he's only 18, don't forget. Yeah, blind. yeah. I mean, we're spending a lot of money on youngsters. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's Ralph's plan, isn't it? He's you know he's all about the youth and, and turn him in, into something. And but I mean, I don't really know an awful lot about. Him. I know he's Belgian um, and he spent his youth in, in in Anderlecht before switching to City. They obviously picked him up at a young age and saw something in him um his strengths basically are ball winning and, and he's good on the ball physically it's difficult to get the ball off of um great awareness and, and good technical ability so something that we need there so we need a karma head in that in that position as well yeah and yeah just was it yesterday or the day before yesterday when uh yesterday yeah. Joe, Joe Rebo. yeah from rangers yeah um, I, I mean i i've heard rumors about this for for about a month now and uh, mm. Some people have been, you know, posting on social media that if we do manage to get him for six million quid, this could be the bargain of the season. Um, and they did. So six million rising to ten. But yeah, you know, 25, 25 year old Nigerian versatile midfielder. So he can play across all of the um, the midfield. And he has played up front as well. Mm. He signed a four year deal, um, spent the last seasons uh, at Ibrox, obviously, where he played 149 times and scored 26 goals. That's excellent. Um, previously at Charlton as well and he's got 20 caps for Nigeria so it, this one Kevin seems like a perfect sign and I am very excited about this one yeah definitely I mean it's a, uh, probably the first player that is first team ready I think yeah you, you want to see him either yeah in the team or on the bench in the first match against Spurs. I think he'll be on the bench, yeah. But yeah, there's um lots to come from him. I I feel and yeah, a lot lot of people are excited about this. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because I, I was getting a bit frustrated that we're spending huge amounts of money on um hotly tipped teenagers that we never heard of. This is the, the yeah the first first player I think is a serious contender being the first team. But I still think we're you know a few players short. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think up front we're definitely short, aren't we? We we do mm. need another goal scorer. Um, goalkeeper scored. Yeah. Defensively, I mean, there's a lot of talk about players going out as well, so we do need to strengthen centrally as well, I believe. And, you know, yeah. at the end of last season, we talked about that right back, what's going on there, because, you know, Livramento's out. Um, are we going to get a new signing or a, probably a loan signing, I, I believe, for that, that right back position as a, as a backup to Kyle Walker-Piers? Well, I've seen pictures of him back in training. Yeah, yeah, he's working hard. Yeah, he's not he's not going to be mm. ready just yet, but yeah. Well, hopefully sooner rather than later. But yeah, we've got Carl Walker-Peters and uh, Perot to cover the full-back positions. Valerie, yeah, Ralph seems to see something in him, so. Yeah. He's always there as a backup. Oh, whether he plays central or right back, he is there, so yeah. Um, but yeah, those are the signings so far, but... and. But not to mention the, the new deals for Maka and, and Kex Chalky's has uh, re-signed. Uh, Chalky actually re-signed on the 9th of June and has agreed another two-year extension uh, to keep him until July 2024. Um, Alex McCarthy, if you remember, we mentioned that a new deal, you know, what has he, he did sign that new deal, but it was unreported. And, and now it's clear that he he did sign that new deal back in February and he'll remain a saint until June 2025. Right. <laughs> Not happy with that one then. Uh, it is what it is, isn't it? It would have, it would have been better for uh Forster. I think we there's not a lot of Saints fans that would disagree with that. Mm. I mean, yeah, on the whole, so far, Kev, what do you make of these signings? Because we, we know goalkeepers were a must. Um, three of them coming in, if you include the Caballero extension. So Bazunu's 20, Liss is, is, is 25. Um, and you've got Bella Kotchap is 20. All still very young, but uh, very much in the mould of a Ralph signing. And then, of course, Lavia and um, Aribo. Yeah, I just hope that, you know, there's th- three, four more signings to be announced at least. I, I really hope that we haven't just blown our budget on youngsters. Youngsters that aren't ready. It's a very, very risky st- strategy. Exactly, yeah. Um, I think we need a couple of players just maybe one or two just to, to go straight in and maybe you know the other, other couple of youngsters if there's anyone that um we've, we've got our eye on and we fancy but i think we do need a, a first team ready center back and the striker everything else i think can probably wait i yeah i agree yeah definitely a a, a, a center forward a goal scorer we, we need that yeah and I think we've got, a, we've got a couple of missed targets, really. I mean, a realistic first-choice goalie would have been nice um, over Macca. Um, we've seen Nick Pope go to Newcastle. Um, and maybe we can't compete with Newcastle for the wages. But, um, yeah, Sam Johnson also um, has gone. And we were linked to him last season. Yeah. But, I mean... We, we're think, we're in the unknown, aren't we, at the moment? And you, you never know that they could all come in and, and yeah. just be fantastic in pre-season and think, yeah, you know, we we we've got a decent squad here, a good young squad, um, and they all seem to be uh, first team ready. That that's that that's the plan, anyway. Yeah, is anyone that you anyone in particular you'd like to see come in? I mean, Ben Mee's still a free agent. Do you think that could work out for us? Um. It will be different, won't it? It'll be different to the to the mould that, that Ralph has going for, gone for for the last few years. But yeah, we, but then you do need some experience, don't you? And Ben Mee would certainly bring that. Mm. And what is he now? Thirty one, Ben Mee. Um, a good age to you know to be bringing in a player on a short term deal, like a two year deal or whatever. Someone that's going to bring experience uh, and and is a solid 
defensive player. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. But I, I mean, I think yeah, I think the, the attentions need to go into a, a first team ready centre back and another number nine, another goal scorer. Yeah, I mean, there, there's been uh, news that Ambrosio has been shunned by Thomas Tuchel that he's decided not to take him on the even on the preseason tour. Yes, I have heard this, but I've also heard that Saints have not been interested in Breuer at all. The reports have been a complete farce. That um, they have not been, you know, preparing a bid for him in any any way, shape, or form. But then Breuer has said, yeah, like these reports are coming out that he wants to be playing first team football. And Tuchel has, has apparently said that he's not anywhere near first team at Chelsea yet. Um, and Breuer's been unhappy with that and said that he doesn't want to go on preseason. So the door is open now. Mm. But there are, of course, a lot of teams that are sniffing around him. I think Leicester were interested at one point. Oh, Transfer rumours then, Kev. I'm still hearing uh, Wolves midfielder Morgan Gibbs-White. Uh, they keep popping up and that could cost around £25 million, however. So that that's a no-no. Uh, I've heard of uh, Charles de Kettler, uh, 21-year-old Belgian attacking midfielder. Whether that's going to happen now because of the arrival of Aribo. But yeah, he's attracting interest from Inter Milan and heavy interest from Leeds as well. So I don't know if that's a, that's a deal now. And of course, that Liverpool defender, Nico Williams, that keeps coming back in the tabloids. That's all um, I seem to hear. Um, have you heard any decent rumours, Kevin? OK, so um, you've got four players here. Three of them have been linked with us. One uh, I've just completely made up. Okay. All right. So you've got a 21-year-old Stad Rem centre-back, Loic Bon. got 24-year-old Blackburn forward, Ben Diaz. 18-year-old Chamrock Rovers striker, Adomo Imahu. And 23-year-old Bologna midfielder, Matthias Svanberg. Ah, okay. So I know Svanberg is, is, is real because I wanted that to happen. That was around 8 million quid, they were reckoning. Um, and I also know that Ben Diaz or Ben Brayton Diaz is, is, is a real one. Um, I think it's the first one. I think you've made that up. I think the um, Shamrock one is real. So I, I'm going to go with the first one. Bomb is, is false. Yeah. Yes! Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've got that right. <laughs> um, yeah, there were some other players that I've noted uh, down. Um, Stephen Mavadivi, or Stevie Mavadivi. From Montpellier. Oh, see, I don't know that one. Uh, Junior Damu, that's come up quite a few times. Um, Red Bull Salzburg forward. Um, James Garner from Man United. Levi Colwell from Chelsea. So I, I really want that one to happen. Played in that, yeah, that, in that championship playoff final. So he, he's, oh, a, wow. he's a Samson boy. So. That'd be great, Sam. Um, yeah, that's um, about the long and the short of it. Good work, Kev. Any other rumours that we haven't mentioned? Uh, only that are just completely out of it. Um, I've heard... Uh, one today, uh, Musa Dembele, uh, which is a yeah, it's a, that, that's a, that's a no. Um, and yeah, just things like that that aren't really uh, worth mentioning. So right. we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, Kevin, the kits, the, the long-awaited kit launch, um, both home and away release. Third one we're still waiting for. It's kind of splitting the fan base. Um, and I haven't actually talked uh, to you about this, so I really, really want to know your thoughts. But um. Let's start with the home show. What do you make of that? I'm not a huge fan of it. It's like a reverse version of that uh, Florida kit from the 80s or the mm-hmm. 1718 one where they revived that pattern. Um, I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm not not sold on it. Maybe after watching a few games, I'm like fall in love with it. But um, yeah, it's not not my cup of tea to be honest. Um, do you like it? I like it, but I don't love it. 
and like you said, yeah, reversing the colours of that famous kit, uh, singular red stripe, black round neck, and of course the famous Hummel chevrons down the arm. Yeah, as I say, I like it. I'm not in love with it. Um, I just think the white looks cheap because uh, I don't know. I mean, when you look at a, a Nike kit or an Adidas kit, you've got that. The material just seems to look a little bit more classy. But the, the Hummel kits, they just seem really thin and uh, they just look cheap to me. Even last year's looks, it just looks cheap fabric. I, I, I'm just, I'm not convinced of that. The white just looks a bit, ugh. I don't know. Uh, maybe if the red stripe was on the back as well, it would look a bit better. But the, the back is just completely white, so it kind of looks like an away shirt from the back. I don't dislike mm. it. I, I mean, I'll, I'll probably get it in the end of season sales. I'm 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 still crying out for a collar. I mean, Hummel likes their kind of retro style um, shirts. Why don't they have a you know, proper collar? Uh, but the, the away shirt, Kev, desperate to know what you feel about this one because, I mean. Again, this is splitting creating waves online. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I see what you did there. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's teal, aqua and gold. Uh, striking waves, uh, taking inspiration from the docks and the Solon. Um, <laughs> I don't like it, Kev. I hate it. Um, I like the colours. I just think it's a little bit too much. And I, I was skim reading through some comments upon release. And someone said that it looks like a Smurf has had a happy ending. <laughs> And I can't get that out of my head now. Uh, reminds me, that, what's that, that Japanese painting of the, the wave? You know, you know the one I'm talking about? No. Um, well, maybe someone listening knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hopefully. It just looks like, it looks like that. Do you like it? Uh, yeah, I've got it now, sure. by the way. Hokus, Hokusai, the great wave. It looks very much like that, Kev. You're right. Mm. Anybody who's interested in what Kev's talking about, it's, um, yeah, it's called the uh, Furushiki uh hokusai the great wave um look look at that and uh you'll see what what kev's on about yeah i, I agree it does look like that yeah it's definitely definitely original um yeah but there's people prefer, saying I think I oh it's 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 for the local area it's like yeah i get that but it still doesn't mean i have to like it <laughs> i just yeah i just I, I i don't like it at all i will not be buying this one it's hideous Probably one of the worst kits I've ever seen, <laughs> if I'm honest. Wow, okay, that's a big thing. But I, I guess it's it, it's it was designed to do just that. You either love it or you hate it. Mm. But you're going to break that mold and tell me it's all right. It's, I don't hate it. I don't like it. Yeah, I think I can see definitely it's divisive. Um, it's, yeah, you're either going to love it or hate it. I don't disagree I with the idea. Have to go con- yeah. yeah, fair enough. Fair play to, to, to them for trying. Um, do you think they'll have to go a bit more conservative with the, with the home kit? No, the third, second, uh, the away kit, you mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, the away kit, sorry. Yeah. No, that is the away kit. Uh, the third, yeah. Uh, I think so. I think they're just gonna have to go plain, <laughs> just to just to balance it out. But I, I mean, a lot of people also said that they thought this one looked more like a third kit, and I agree with that. And I wouldn't, you know, minded it so much, but because it's an away shirt, and most probably will be wearing it um, at, at Tottenham on the first game of the season, because you know the our kit's got a lot of white in it, so I guess they're gonna have to go mm. with the away shirt, which doesn't clash with any of the Spurs colours. Um, I don't think it clashes with any colours of anyone in the Premier League, so it will be seen quite a lot. Um, and the B team wore it yesterday as well. So, yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. Mm. Happy ending. Okay. <laughs> so if you, if you have to, if you, if you, have, you want to buy one one kit this season, it's probably going to be the home one. Yeah, unless there's an away shirt like like last year's, like the yellow and blue, which I absolutely love. Yeah, but this this. This awake kit they've got now is already yellow and blue, isn't it? it wow, yeah. 
It's I'm, an interpretation of that. <laughs> yeah. It'll probably be black. It's going to be a black kit, isn't it? It will be black, yeah. yeah. I imagine so, yeah. Um, right, moving on from the kits then. Yes, uh, Discord this year. Discord, Fantasy Football, uh, Super 6. Uh, come along and, and join our Discord group. It's open to all. It's free to enter, of course. Um, just get in touch with myself or the Moscow Mush and we'll get you in. Um, you can join in on our debates, the Predictions League, uh, and just a general chit-chat. It doesn't even have to be about football. Got lots of topics on there, so it'd be great to interact with more of you. Um, and the fantasy football will be starting up again shortly. Um, I've already done my team, uh, just a, a base team. Um, so get in touch and we'll get you the code for that too. Uh, and Super 6, uh, the, the league is almost ready. Uh, so yeah, and again, get in contact and we'll get you in there. Right, uh, Kevin, we're going to go and chat about the B team for a little bit. Uh, lots, lots more contracts in the week for the academy. I say the B team, it's more, you know, the, the whole academy, so the B team, the under 18s, whatever, but a lot of signings they've uh, or contracts that they've uh, renewed or signed. Okay, new contracts for Oli Lancashire, the old man mm-hmm. in the team, the chaperone, um, <laughs> Kegs Chalky, uh, Sam Bailey, Sam Bellis, Josh Jeffries, uh, new signing Alex Iwumene. Yeah, he comes from Nathaniel... uh, Sutton United, he did. He was a, new, a brand new signing this year, but he's going to go straight into the academy. Nathaniel Boot, Brendan Charles, Jimmy J. Morgan. Yeah, Jimmy Anthony Jimmy Prescott. J. Morgan, just going on him. He was the one who played in that last game against Newcastle for the B team and, and scored at 16 years old. So That's impressive. So Isaac Bailey, Ethan Hartness, Tyler Edmondson, Joe Andrews, Will Mary and Reggie Evans. Yes, all looking to make an impact, no doubt, in the B team or the under-18s. Uh, and... Yesterday, the B team started their preseason uh, and they played played Froome Town uh, in Somerset. Uh, drew two two, but they come from two down uh, with ten minutes to go as well. They scored their, their equaliser. It was a very very hot day, obviously, and tiredness crept in. Dave Horseman actually changed the, the whole squad at the half. Um, uh, Will Ferry got the opener. It's good to see him back, um, and a trialist uh, appeared to get the the leveller. So yeah, that was. Uh, that was the start. And again, they travel to Spain now, the youngsters, and they play FC Cartagena Wednesday, the 13th of July. That's a seven o'clock kickoff. And that's at the Pinatar Football Centre in Spain. I've checked that place out. Um, that looks awesome. Like a whole you know, football centre um, where they're having a little pre-season tournament. Um, and they'll also play Villarreal at that very same facility. Um, so a nice little trip for the lads to uh, go and get drunk in southern Spain. <laughs> Uh, and the rest of their pre-season fixtures then for the B team. I say Froomtown yesterday, 2-2. They've got uh, FC Cartagena uh, on Wednesday. Uh, and then they play Villarreal, Wickham Wanderers, Eastleigh, Watford and AFC Totten in their preparations before the season starts. They've also released the fixtures for the Papa John's Trophy. Uh, they are in a group with Forest Green Rovers, Exeter City and Newport County. Uh, playing all of those away from home. Uh, so Forest Green on the 30th of August, uh, Exeter City on the 27th of September and Newport County on the 18th of October. League fixtures are still yet to be released. Uh, and the women's then, uh, lots of stuff going on with the women's team, obviously, you know, going up to the championship and all that. Uh, Katie Rood has left as well as Caitlin Morris, uh, but they've brought in 19-year-old defender Paige Peak. 
Uh, she was robbed from last season's rivals Ipswich Town uh, and forward Beth Lumsden from more rivals Oxford. That's a big signing, I believe, because, I mean, she scored 27 goals last season and brings experience. She's only 22 as well. So that, that's a big, big signing. Uh, and day before yesterday, so Friday, they signed goalkeeper Sophie Harris. Um, their championship fixtures have been released and they will open up the campaign at home to Charlton Athletic on August the 21st. Um, and their pre-season schedule kicks off on the 16th of July. That's next Saturday. Uh, and they play Celtic away, Charlton away, Lewis at home and Leicester away. Um, and no reports yet for the under 18s schedule. Uh, Kevin, is there anything else that you want to add to this uh pre-season pre preview? Um, just that um, Fantasy Football's um, back and uh, yeah, if you're sorting your team out definitely join our league. Yep, and as I said, get in contact with us and we'll give you the codes. So yeah, more the more the merrier. Um, d- before we go, Kev, I do have um, another uh, where am I if you are interested. Oh yes, yeah, go on. So you remember the game, um, I give you five clues, the first clue being worth five points um, and so on till the fifth clue, if you get it on that, you get one point. You get one guess. If you do not get it, you get nothing. So I'm going to keep your scores for the season and we'll keep this going, OK? Now, these these teams are, are in England only, OK? Until I say so. So uh, for what the clue number one for five points, located 258 miles from St. Mary's Stadium. You'll be foolish to take a stab in this one, right? Yeah, there's a lot in that belt. (laughs) Clue number two, then, for four points. Approximately 83 miles south of Newcastle. So you should have an idea now with your expert geography knowledge that whereabouts we are. Yeah. No guesses? No guesses. Okay, for three points, then. They won the FA Trophy in 2019-20 and gained promotion to League Two in May 2020 and are currently still playing in League Two. Really tricky, this one, isn't it? I've got an idea. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait for the next clue. It's probably wise. Uh, Clue four for two points. In the county of North Yorkshire, sharing a border with the city of York. You going to have a go at that one, Kev? Uh, Yeah, okay. You going to have a go? Oh, okay, I like it. Yeah. Okay, what's the team? Is it Harrogate Town? It is Harrogate Town. Well done. That was brilliant. Two points, Kev. Clue five for one point. Simply nicknamed Town or the Sulphurites. The stadium sits in a spa town with a capacity of 5,000. It was, of course, I say, of course, it was Harrogate Town. And they play at... They play at Weatherby Road. uh, And for sponsorship reasons, they are the Envirovent Stadium. I know you you love a good... uh, uh, Sounds like one of the ones that I made up. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, so that is it for this week. Um, we'll be back soon. Uh, if you appreciate what we do uh, and you'd like to buy us a coffee, then please visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash in that number. Um, and yes, I say next time we'll uh, we'll probably be previewing the season. Any more uh, signings that we have, and we have a guest on that's going to uh, talk through the, the the new signings in depth. Um, and yeah, hopefully you join us for that one. So until then, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Up my Southampton.
Sports Social Podcast Network.